1: Welcome back to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. My guest on the program now is one of the most respected drummers in metal and the man behind the kit for the mighty band Nile. It's the one and only George Colley. It's great to have you on the show with us today, man. What's happening?
2: How's it going? <laughs> Thanks for the invitation.
1: Oh, it's it's great to have you on the show, dude. Well, you're going to be heading back down here again for a drum clinic tour next month which has a lot of not only Uh, My drummer friend's excited, but a lot of NOL fans as well. What what can people expect from your clinic that, you know, maybe they haven't been to one before or they're curious to check it out?
2: That's actually great to hear because I'm really, really excited. Uh, Always excited to be in Australia, man. Uh, I have a very good relationship with Australia since the first time I've been there was was 2006, I think. Um, What people can expect? Well, we have some special things this time. Last time, uh, it was me and Dave Halley, my good friend from uh, Psychoptic. And uh, we did like five clinics, and they were like really successful, and we really wanted to repeat it again. Uh, Dave is going to join me on stage for two out of uh, the five clinics and the two workshops which I have this time. Uh, This time, we took some more days so we can do some uh, full-day workshops, and basically, this is going to be like a full day with the students, Okay uh for example they will arrive at 10 o'clock or something We're gonna have lunch together and you know like of course you know lessons for about like eight to ten hours usually we do like wow. eight but it ends up being like 12 hours
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so i really love this plan. i really love this i really love to spend uh time with the students and you know like hang out and <clears throat> even if the lesson stops finishes you know you have so many things to talk about you know like for music business and all this stuff so mm. I think I think it's gonna be like one of the best days of the life. You know, I'm, I'm gonna make sure it is. So we have these two, which I'm really excited for the first time in Australia, and um, two clinics. Uh, Dave Halley is gonna join me. Um, what else? Uh, I'm going to Canberra for the first time this killer too. So yeah, I think it's gonna be really nice. And in Melbourne, we have I have two clinics, two. Uh, uh, performances. One is going to be like only Nile songs and uh, the other the other one is going to be uh, my solo album stuff. So I'm going to play oh. the full album,
1: you know, for the first time as well. That's amazing, man. That's, that, oh, Melbourne, <laughs> they're, they're, they're pretty lucky down there. Well, how, how'd you meet up with Dave Haley? How, how'd you uh, know him? You I met with...
2: him in 2006 when we opened for, uh, uh, sorry, they opened for us when we uh, first came to Australia uh but a few months before actually i i see them live and uh, meet dave Halley <laughs> i was talking with derek roddy a good friend of mine and one of the best drummers in the world and he said dude you gotta check out dave man he's a monster man he's a great drummer blah 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 blah. you know so i'm like okay i gotta i gotta see this guy playing and of course dave's a monster man he's one of my favorite drummers and um you know we're very very good friends actually since 2006 very close and uh, did some tours together with Sacroptic. Yeah, it's going to be fun.
1: That's awesome, man. And he's a good dude, man. He's a really, really cool guy. And Yeah, uh,
2: Dave is awesome, man.
1: Monster, absolute monster behind the kit. So, you know, what would you say the most uh, frequently asked question you get at the clinics? You know, what, what do the fans ask you the most?
2: Um, about speed, probably. Yeah, I think so. You know, like foot speed, uh, mm. double bass speed, um, hand speed sometimes. Um, mostly about speed because, you know, uh, um, what what they hear from me mainly is like, um, you know, I, I'm a fast drummer. I mean, you know, these, yeah. I chose to play death metal. I always loved death metal. Even uh, back in the days when I was 12 years old, I, I wanted to play fast. You know, I wanted to be like more Morphe old, you know, all these bands. And um, it seems like, you know, I developed some skills and stuff and, you know, people asking about it. And, of course, I, you know, I I reply. I try to share as much as possible. You know, I want to I wanna help them out. This is why we do the clinics in first place. I mean, otherwise I will be sitting home and uh, play video games or, you know, whatever. Whatever they do, you know, people who stay home do. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Which I don't, I don't really know this, you know. Um, I like to work, man. I look – I really like to – um, you know, like share drum stuff, and uh, you know, it's 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 my whole life. You know, I love drumming, and this is why we do it. But yeah, that's the question:
1: speed mainly. Speed's the main one. Well, do, do yeah. you get them asking you to join their bands as well? Do you find that you get that a lot too? Uh sometimes, sometimes I do. If I have time, yeah, I will do it. That's awesome, man. Well, now people will hear this, and I'll be calling you up all the time. Hey, man, come and come and jam with us. So, yeah. But...
2: I did it actually a couple of times uh one was in uh, in Russia the first time and uh, poland sorry poland uh that that was like two days before we got to russia and it was fun you know like i said you know i'm I'm really in love with drums and i wouldn't mind playing some extra you know no problem
1: that's awesome to hear man that's you know I'm sure like the fans are, are, are... You know, keen to have a jam with you too. Well, a friend of mine recently showed me a, an old video, really old video of a drum battle between Buddy Rich and Gene Krupa. I don't know if you've seen that one.
2: Yeah, yeah. Sam
1: Davis Jr. First time I've seen it was like a few weeks ago, and I thought it was just yeah. amazing, man. Do you get people, you know, coming up and challenging you for drum battles and things like that for a bit of fun?
2: Well, that's the thing. Um, drum battles, in especially in the, the first years, they look like competition
1: mm-hmm.
2: but it wasn't it was like you know two drummers sharing stuff and of course you know you, you got to kick some ass you know you got to play the best you can especially when you have Body rich you know next to you.
0: <laughs> i, mean, I
2: won't be able to even play but uh i had this uh opportunity with uh, mike mangini uh wow. that's like two months ago like one month ago or something uh he came to greece with uh drew theater uh, no sorry uh, that was uh, that was the first time he came to Greece for some clinics for uh, Zildjian. He's a uh, cymbal brand, and he was like, "Hey George, you know, we're good friends with Mike, and um, before he joins the Theater, and he was like, Yeah, you know, we can jam, blah blah blah.' So we set up two drum sets, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, dude, I don't want to play, you know. But it was fun. It was fun. I was really stressed, but uh, yeah, these are not battles uh, with uh, the meaning of the word, you know. It's yeah. it's mainly fun. So, yeah, I did it many times. I did it many times. Sometimes I was better than the other guy. Some other times I was watching the other guy, and I was like, wow, that was cool. <laughs> you know, it's that's what happens. It's
1: but, just yeah. sharing, man. I guess it's just sharing your musical knowledge and, uh, you know, jamming together. You know, as you said, you know, they call it a battle, but it's really just just jamming, yeah. you know. Yep. That's
2: yeah. Awesome. We, uh, drummers have a very strong community, I got to tell you. Very strong community. We really support each other and... We're not afraid to say, hey man, you know, what you do is so killer. Can you show it to me? You know, something like, unfortunately, guitar players don't really, you know, say too much. But, uh, yeah. 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 We have this. We have a strong community.
1: I've noticed that about guitarists. They, you know, oh, it depends on the guitarist. But I mean, you know, sometimes they play things a little too, bit too close to their chest and don't want to share their uh, their secrets, I guess. But, um, yeah, yeah. No, it's awesome to hear, man. Well, uh, we're going to go to the Nile track, Annihilation mm-hmm. of the Wicked now, and we'll be back very soon with George Collius on Rabid Noise. Welcome back to the show. We're here chatting tonight with George Collius from Nile. Have you found yourself in a situation where you've ended up jamming with your own personal musical heroes? I think many, many times.
2: Um, just to mention a few, uh, Mike Mongini. You know, like I said before, you know, that's like uh, Mike Mangini is like one of my favorite drummers for years and years. i not, you know, unfortunately, some people, you know, uh, know Mike Mangini from uh, when he joined Dream Theater, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, legendary drummer for sure, legendary. Um, Thomas Lang is another guy, you know. Uh, everybody knows Thomas, you know, in the drum community, especially. Uh, Monster, you know, we, we jammed a few times together. And um, Gerko Borlai recently as well. So many great drummers, and like I said, you know, there is no ego at all, man. You know, I mean, sometimes actually, to be very honest, I, I saw some ego from uh, some of my favorite drummers growing up, but uh, thankfully, not too many, not not too many people, you know, have this. So yeah, yeah. Usually, I'm uh, very shy, you know, when when that happens. But uh, it's a thing, you know, when you, when you sit on the instrument, you know, and grab the sticks, then you forget everything and you just have fun.
1: That's that's awesome, man. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, most most musos are pretty cool, but I guess you know it sucks when you've you know some of the the older guys they had the ego and things like that. But uh, it doesn't seem to be a lot lot of musos these days that that are like that. They're just regular guys like you and me, you know.
2: Well, it's um some people, yeah, some people have ego, and uh, that's a very sad thing. Mm. But you know, being a musician who travels like. So many days every year, you know, I can, I can understand if you meet the ex drummer, I don't want to say names, you know, and
0: yeah,
2: you know, maybe he's tired, you know, maybe he's like two months on the road or something. And, you know, you, you just, you know, you, you meet him on, on that, uh, time, you know, and he's tired and he's like, hey, yeah, nice to meet you. You know, get the fuck out or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's really sad. And I, but I try not to take it personally because like I said, I understand, you know, the roads can be mm. like really rough sometimes, you know? uh one guy though i met and i heard so many bad comments that um he's not a drummer but he's uh, one of my heroes was uh Dave Mustaine mm. and he was one of, one of the coolest guys i ever met so cool man i was like because you know i read on the news and stuff and people talking bad about dave or something but he was so nice so nice i was i was very really
1: happy yeah i've met dave a couple of times and uh yeah he was the coolest man. He was a really, really nice guy. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love my Megadeth man. Well, uh, talking about oh, touring, yeah. you know, you've toured the world so many times over the years and learned all the do's and don'ts. You know, what touring tips would you give for up-and-coming drummers and musicians?
2: Well, especially in my style, you gotta be very focused. You know, mm. uh, you do your job. You go on the bus. Try to sleep. Try to eat healthy. Not get like. Because sometimes, you know, there are some parties going on and, you know, you can you can just, you know, lose your mind and uh, drink too much or something and uh, wake up the next day and be like, you know, a total mess. And um, I never do that because I really respect the fans and the ticket they pay. So actually, none of, none of us in Nile, <clears throat> we're very, very serious about this. So, yeah, being around, you know, with friends, you just have to be a little bit careful because some of them can really... Handle like alcohol and stuff, you know, and they can go for the whole night. <clears throat> but uh, you always have to remember that, you know, you got a show next day. That's one tip. The next one, uh, have fun maybe. That's one tip I gave to myself. <laughs> because I was, uh, the first years especially, I was so critical, you know, on myself. Like I didn't play good, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, when you do this like so often, you're kind of missing The main point, which is to have fun when you play, right? So, yeah, try to have fun, you know, not too much. (laughs) (laughs) Like, focus on your job and, you know, enjoy this. Because I I don't think there is a better feeling than go on stage and play with the fans. Because, you know, you're not playing for the fans. You play with the fans. You're becoming one. And that's a, a magical thing, you know?
1: It definitely is, man, you know, and uh, I, I love the, that's the thing about you, man, I love the, the attitude towards, you know, it's not just a job, it's connecting with people through music, you know.
2: Well, I'm a, I'm a fan as well, yeah. <laughs> that's why, I do what I would like somebody else to do, same with my DVDs and stuff, you know, I do DVDs, I do clinics because when I was 12 years old or even like 20 years old, you know, nobody actually did some. so I wanted to learn and there, there was no internet back then, there was nothing. So now I, I try to to give the opportunity to the younger guys and, you know, like, get them in the music, try to help them out to become, like, better, better than us, which, you know, of course will happen. It's easy.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You're pre- you a pretty monstrous drummer, man. <laughs> but there are some good drummers. But, you know, I guess passing on your knowledge, you know, to uh, the younger generation, you know, it's it must be pretty satisfying for you. Cheers, man. Thanks so much. But, uh,
2: yeah, I think, uh, you know, if you like the instrument and you dedicate some time, that's it, you know, it will happen.
1: That's right, man. Well, we last saw you guys uh, tour down here, uh, I think it was last year, which was amazing. I think it was with the, the Faceless?
2: The Faceless, yeah. Yeah, I think it was yeah. like th- three years ago or two years ago.
1: Really? Man, time's so. Tom, gone too quick. <laughs> well, um...
2: Yeah, yeah. And I'm lost, man. So many tours.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely lost. That was that was an amazing tour, man. I, I I really loved the show in Brisbane. What are your current plans with Nile, and can we expect to see you guys down here again in the near future?
2: Definitely. Um, I think I heard something, so this this is gonna be news, but uh, don't count on me. I mean, we're just talking about maybe hit Australia around March or something. So we record the new album right now. We get in the studio next week to record drums. Probably will be done with all instruments in about a month or something. Release the album around June. Uh, this is this is what I what I hear, you know, from management and stuff. And uh, for sure we have um, a European tour with Suffocation in uh, September, November, Sept- September, October, sorry. And um, we're talking about a US tour, maybe late November, uh, mid November, sorry, to or You know, January we'll see. And uh, then it's going to be Australia.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's exciting stuff. Have you have you got a song, uh, an album title for the new album?
2: Uh, we actually we're not sure yet, so I can't really tell.
1: Oh, okay, all right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but think... if 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 the one we have right now, we, I mean, we have a a title, but you know, seriously, it's not it's not um, the final one. But if if that's the final one, I mean, if this is uh, gonna be the title, um, it's one of uh, it's one of our songs, which is the most difficult songs I ever played in my life. Like seriously, so so hard to play. Oh, we were man. working on this song for three days. This is never happened with Nile. Working on in one song for uh, on one song for three days never happened.
1: Is it a long so, song or is it a short song that's just really intricate?
2: It's a song that if you're a drummer and you want to play it, or you know guitar player as well, uh, you're gonna have troubles. <laughs> <laughs> not not that long. I think it's like around like six minutes or something. But uh, it's crazy totally crazy
1: oh man I can't wait to hear it and there's so many of your fans down here that are just can't wait to see you play and uh, see the rest of the guys who are here as well and the new album so we're going to go to the track The Inevitable Degradation of Flesh from the new album at the gate of Sethu thanks so much for hanging with us tonight George and we'll see you on Wednesday the 4th of March at the Brisbane TAFE get yeah, man thanks so much
0: planning on travelling this summer?